It's now time for the Ned and Josh podcast. Look, this is not my idea of a good time. All right, strap in. Here we go. Welcome to the Ned and Josh podcast. We are going to be getting into a little bit of TikTok game in just a second, which is all thanks to the team at 8020. Enjoyable, healthy food is at the core of everything they do. Uh, you know what? 80% mindfulness, 20% indulgence. They're 100% behind you at Barton, Braddon, Civic, Greenway, Coombs and Kingston. I am actually now starting to live my life by that mantra. What? 80% mindfulness, 20% indulgence. That's good. I think that, honestly, we've said it before, it's a good balance, yep, I think. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's good middle ground. Um, Ned, I will say that I did. I have indulged a little bit over the last 24 hours, and that indulgement has been a little too much social media. But one mm. thing that keeps popping up is pictures and images from the Belco Bowl over the weekend. So rad. Yeah. it's. I didn't realise. It's like Australia's biggest skateboarding sh- competition or mm. whatever. It's, it's incredible. Like, yeah. it's huge. Um, very exciting for the region, all of that. I never learned how to skateboard, mm-hmm. and I always wanted to. Mm. And this is rubbing that in in a big way. Yeah. You can still learn. It's just going to really, know. really hurt. Is there a... Uh, yeah, a lot, because my knees are already shot. Can I... Can no, I, no, and I'm like... Because I learned how to skateboard a little bit. I never could kickflip, but I could, yeah. I could ollie and stuff, and I could skate, and I could... I, I tricked myself into thinking I could grind. Um, It always hurts. Learning to skate hurts. It's You are going to get hurt, but when you're a kid, it just doesn't matter, and you've got a helmet on, you bounce up, you're like, ah, I'll just try, keep trying. The older you get, the more... The longer you'll stay down. Quick question, though. What's the thing from being like maybe 11, 12, 13, 14, like teen, pre-teen, teen years, yeah. that was a cool skill that you wanted to learn that you still don't know how to do? Um, I guess, like, I had a really good friend of mine who could break dance, and yeah, I used okay. to be like, the way he would make it look so effortless, I'd be like, that seems so easy. Like, you just start flicking your legs around, and then but the, your body just does the rest, and it's so hard. I was so jealous of my friend who could break dance once. This was it. I remember it. It was like year six camp. Mm. I went there and they were doing like, it was like a dance thing and he was break dancing and I created an elaborate lie that I was so good at break dancing, but so shy to do it in front of people. Like, and I told maybe four or five people mm-hmm. and then people were consoling me because I wanted to show up my friend Lee at break dancing, mm. but I just, I couldn't do it in front of people. I was too embarrassed. What an insane so ma- lie. Yeah, maybe, stupid, maybe stupid lie. 12-year-old me also yeah. wanted to know how to break dance, it's, I think. It's so funny because it's like you really <laughs> wanted to convince people of this, but you also had no idea how it works because every single hip-hop class, because I've been to some of yeah, them, yeah. you you have to do it in front of like 30 or 40 mm. People, there's like yep. 30 people in your class that they all cheer you on. They're like, yeah. So you've been like, oh, I just, I go to a one-on-one breakdance <laughs> lesson where a guy <laughs> sits me on my head and just spins me like I'm a Beyblade. <laughs> That's not how it works. <laughs> Poor kids, they're so easily lied to, and they were consoling you. God, I feel bad. They for were them. consoling me. It happens they all were, the time know, to Carrie's kids. The ten-year-old has a friend that's told him that he's like he's got a YouTube channel with millions of subscribers, and I went and looked at it. I'm like, this guy's speaking German. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's not, not him. It's not him. It's not him. It's just it's so easy to lie to kids. I honestly think that most of these kids, I think in hindsight, will look back and be like, maybe I was just consoling them because that was so sad. Can I can I say the catharsis of telling that story? I've mm. never told that story about lying about breakdancing. So if any of the kids that consoled me are listening, there you go. That's that story. It's completely derailed what I wanted to talk about, which was a cool skill that you never learned. Mm. Mine was the drums. 
And that's now the end of this. I wish I knew how to play the drums. <laughs> I That's so funny. The, your two things are things I did in grade six. Yep. And then the second I got to grade seven, I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah, no. So I don't know what... Are you trying to say you're cooler than me? No. That's fine. That's okay. I'm saying I also had these feelings, but when I was 12. <laughs> <laughs> I've made a decision, and that decision is thus. I shall no longer be watching Married at First Sight. Wow, you're off it. Yep. That was quick. That was so quick. <laughs> we, uh, I was sitting there with my partner, Carrie, and we were watching the uh, episode called Challenge Whatever, mm. whatever the hell, where the the one of the experts, the guy, I think his, name, <laughs> I think his name's John, yeah. is going, an essential part of a relationship is trust, and that's why we've got the couples to go through each other's phones. What, a, what an expert. Oh, God. Really? I want to know his relationship history, that... Because I'm watching this, right, mm. next to my partner, who has never gone through my phone. Yeah. And by the way, has repeatedly told me, I have no interest of going through your phone. Mm-hmm. But we're sitting there watching this together, and all of a sudden, both of us are kind of almost subliminally going... A seed's planted. Are we supposed to go through each other's phones? Yeah. What's the what, what the? It's just terrible. And I said to Carrie at the time, I was like, "You know what? You're welcome to go through my phone, but I think we should stop watching this. Yeah, because judging how our relationship would should work by this insanity mm-hmm. is not healthy. And no. we're both kind of we've gone kind of quiet. We're like, oh. Well, the expert said. The expert's an idiot. Like, this show is bizarre. The expert is an expert in... Um, Television. No, uh, well, yeah, manipulation and, like, making people react in awful ways to people they've barely met in front of a million yes, cameras. Yes, Um, I would never feel sorry for anyone who's been on Married at First Sight because you... At, actually, I feel sorry for the very first season. Season one. Season one. Because they yeah. weren't really aware of the hell they were walking into. Um, I think all of the experts, after everything's said and done, the season's wrapped, not even televised I think the couples get to go and hang out with the expert and their wife and just go like that's funny when that guy just walked past your wife like uh, looked him up and down and yeah. really was focusing on his butt um, what was that you could probably about? do a bit of uh, glutes, glute work I reckon yeah Actually, you know what? I'm just going to get a pack of celebrities here, and what we're going to do is you're going to rank in attractiveness from A to B yeah. in front of your spouse, yeah. who you think all of the Hollywood actresses are, and then what you're going to do is there's also going to be a photo of your spouse. Yeah. Put that up there. That's what they actually were doing on the show. Exactly right. I think that they should be able to come home and ruin their home life. I agree. Because these people are televised being scumbags, but they are only given the parameters to be scumbags. I just the, the couple that didn't do it, there was an older couple that didn't do it. It's like Lucinda and Tim, I think is his name. They're my favourite couple. And uh, look, once again, I'm done. I'm stopped watching. So yeah. this was the last episode I watched. I don't know. Tim might turn into a nutcase. I don't know. But the point is, they both... He just went... He looked at her and went, I'm not doing this. Yeah. I'm not arranging the other contestants by hotness. Mm. I refuse to do it. And you're my number one. There you go. You're my wife. You're my number one. I'm oh. like, how does anybody else do anything but that? I thought you meant like he decided to not go through their phones. Cause no, how, I how old's they Tim? Didn't, they how? didn't show the phones for those two. And I think that's probably... How old's Tim? Yeah, he's like 50 or something. No, yeah. 40, 50, 51. He, he's like, you know what? I, I'm not going to do this because that's a huge invasion of privacy and trust. And I think that you and I as a couple are far stronger than that. And By I think way, we can make it through this. And gives a phone back. In his mind, he's like, I don't even know how to unlock a phone. <laughs> I've, I've not used a phone since 2005. What the hell is this crap? This looks like alien technology to me. Holy shit. <laughs> the couple like, that, I just dodged the biggest bullet there. The couple that's older than them, though, did go through each other's phones. Oh, so everyone can do it. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 I just don't know how couples sit down and watch this show together. It is chaos. That's because I think 
at the end of the day, sometimes, and I'm not saying every couple that watches this is like this, sometimes people just like entertainment. Some couples are watching this going, at least that's not us. Yeah. That could be us, and it's not, and we're probably worse in other ways that we're just not even finding out so about So when yet. those little challenge moments happen on the show, and you give your partner like a little glance, remember, mm. you're not on the show. <laughs> you're not on the show. Never been more grateful to be single in my <laughs> life. <laughs> Taylor Swift, in a lot of ways, can do no wrong. Yeah. Um, certainly in the eyes of her fans. And I can understand, like, there's certainly people that I uh, am very big fans of that I'm like, I get the general public might not necessarily be on board with this because I'm in the fandom I turn a blind eye to it yeah. so I'm not going to pretend like I my fandom for something has somewhat blinded me in the past no, Taylor Swift fans are pretty she's pretty good though she's pretty above board so what are, what are we turning a blind eye to um, she is the worst celebrity contributor to CO2 emissions in the world yeah I did see so that it's yeah. not, mm-hmm. it is a huge blind it's eye a bit that of a we're having eye. to turn yeah mm-hmm. um, yeah, there's obviously a million stories about her like flying 17 minutes to go to like something that's private jets, private yeah. jets, yeah, and yep. like the um, amount of time she's gone and visited her boyfriend uh, Travis Kelsey. Yeah, she, can I can she, I yeah. can I pose something to you? Oh, by the way, uh, twelve thousand six hundred twenty-two gallons of jet fuel. Uh, no, can I just just to see Travis? Can not, I not it, the concert? Sure, 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 like that. Can I pose something to you? Yes, this is totally something you would do if you had a jet. Mm-hmm. Totally something I would do if I had a jet. And the onus should be on people who make jets. Mm. Shouldn't be this dangerous to the environment to fly a jet around, I reckon. Yeah. Uh... I actually think, work out how to do jet fuel cleaner. Because <laughs> I think billionaires, if you've you've hit oh, that level, yeah. you should be allowed to pri- fly around a private jet. I'd take to be like, it we is. need to make life easier for billionaires. <laughs> they just... How are they going to get through? <laughs> She, uh, a spokesperson for Taylor Swift yeah, has said, before yeah. her tour kicked off in March of 2023, Taylor purchased more than double the carbon credits needed to offset all of her tour oh, travel. Oh, that's good. Yep. Don't know what a carbon credit is. They plant a tree or something, yeah. don't they? I don't know. I don't know if it's one for one, but it certainly seems like it's well, a lot of trees being it's planted. It's got to be something because yeah. the government's trying to do it to businesses. So yeah. ca- it must be something legitimate. I just think, like, I don't know if I would travel on a jet. Like... Yeah, it's great, and you get to. I, I, I just don't even visualize. Can I? Can I look look me in the Being eyes? Being in first class would be enough for me. Oh, is that what you're going to yeah. say? Because yeah. I was going to look at you in the eyes and say, "I know you." Yeah, I think you would do the jet. No, no, no. I think I would be just because you know content with first class. You know why? And it's a it's a it's an evil reason why as well. <laughs> I, I want people to see that I have it, and they don't. How's that? Better for the environment, worse for humanity. Yeah, just, if just you want, the sweet spot. If you want people to see that you have a private jet, you have to do work for it. You have exactly. to put it on Instagram. Oh, you have you, to cop the flack. You yeah. see the paparazzi yeah. snaps through the fences of yeah. me boarding my jet. Hell no! I yeah. just want to get on the plane before anyone else. I want a hot towel while they're boarding. I want to have hey, eaten more peanuts than I could ever imagine before they've even seen it. You're a great. You're a, a theatre actor, not yeah. a movie actor. You want to see the audience's <laughs> reaction in real time. I'm an Ebenezer Scrooge. Yeah. I want the kids to be sad when I'm yelling. Yeah, yeah. Um, Taylor is obviously understanding that she's co- copping quite a bit of hate. Sure. Much like the planet from her <laughs> jets. She's copping quite a bit of hate from having mm. so many jets. And so. How she, many does she have? She has two. Two? Two private jets, and there's only one Taylor Swift. Yeah. So confusing. She sold one, though. Also, oh, she's now got only one. She's back to one, one jet Taylor. One jet. Yeah. One jet Taylor. I, I wonder do. if she'll write an album about it. Why would you have two? Why would you have two? Um. Great question, because the other one, uh, uh, it just stays in her hangar. Mm. The, the the black space is what it's called. It stays in the hangar, so she sold that one. Very, very... Like, it's like a backup jet. 
Like, what this a is, world. This what, is what, it is strange because I can't even imagine having a backup car at this point. I know some people do. They're like, this is the weekend car or this is the <laughs> yeah, car we yeah. take when we go to the snow. Yeah. Or, but having a backup jet, yeah. that's presidential shit. It, that's it really incredible. Is. Like the president has a backup plane. Like you need to run a country to have a backup jet. Like that, And honestly, the way that she inf- like fluctuates um, economies. economies wherever she goes, she sort of kind of does need two I think, jets. I think if someone was to say to, to, say to me at this point, yeah. is Taylor Swift a world leader? I would say, yeah. I'd say define world leader. In a couple of fields, (laughs) she is a world leader. (laughs) Producer Michael's joining us. Mate, how are you for a Tuesday? Good, boys. How are we? Yeah, good. Thank you. Lovely to have you here now, Ned. Uh, Michael's actually requested this time uh, on the (laughs) podcast, and I'm not sure what it's for. So Yeah, I've requested the floor. Take it away. Okay. Uh, Question for both of you. Yeah. Um, Who would you say are some of the... Coolest people in history. Um, <laughs> Jesus, it's an it's a, it's a broad question. So like you talking your James Deans and your, yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, Alan that- Turing. He's oh, pretty yeah. cool. He the invented the computer. Invented, invented the computer. I've just Googled uh, coolest people in history. Oh, so I'm giving yeah, you a list yeah, if you would like. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. So <laughs> it says, okay, can I just, I'll just give you the top three. Jesus, Bruce Lee, Eminem. Bad wow. list. Yeah. Very odd, odd list. list. Odd list. <laughs> odd list. <laughs> of the coolest people of all time. But odd. Do you mean like stereotypically cool? Like Danny Zuko has a leather jacket. Chuck yeah. Norris. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. That yeah. sort of thing. You still haven't touched on who I want you to. Who do you to want us to well, say? I was going to say, cool is such a subjective thing, Michael. You might have to lead us to water a little bit. Would you consider someone like Henry Winkler, the Fonz? The Fonz, Fonz. yeah. The okay. Fonz is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. E. He's yeah. also so good in Arrested Development and like Parks and Recreation the, the water as well. Boy. He's very funny in that. Josh yeah. hasn't seen Barry despite the fact he claims he's a Bill Barry. Hader fan, yeah. which I don't think you can do those two things at the same time. <laughs> but uh, Henry Winkler, I think, has won a bunch of Emmys from yeah, it. Yeah. He's, he's phenomenal in that. Now, the reason I bring him up is because, did you know he's in the country? I did know he was doing a tour. Speaking yeah. tour, yeah. Yes. He's actually coming to Canberra as well. Very exciting. Yes. Uh, he's already caught up and had a photo with Ron Howard. Oh, a lovely. little bit of a happy days reunion. No, which is very Ron nice. Howard's here too. Yes. He? Didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't yeah, know yeah, that. Yeah, I, I was going to say, go. what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you where he has already stopped off. Where? My good old hometown of Adelaide. Oh, now, God. the reason mm. I bring this up is because Henry Winkler arrived at Adelaide Airport. He was uh, swarmed by the media. Yep. And I've collected this piece of audio that was collected by Seven News in mm. Adelaide. And um, I just want you to take a listen to it and just maybe more so for Josh. And I'm going to leave you out. Okay. Of this. All right. So- dis- is this involving my famous dislike of Adelaide? Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. You're great. Have a listen to what Henry Winkler, the Fonz himself, had to say about Adelaide. I had a dream when I was seven in my apartment in New York City. And here I am in Adelaide. Okay. <laughs> he loves Adelaide. He was so happy mm. to be in Adelaide. And who are you, Joshua Tony? Mm-hmm. Who are you <laughs> to argue with the font? Say the fonts is Ron's. Yeah. Can I put a pin in this just for a brief second mm. and just uh, sidebar with my friend Ned over here, who uh, sure. host of the Ned and Josh podcast? No, 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 no. I was going to say, I'll, I really enjoyed yeah. being left out of Ned, this. Ned, I'll talk yes. amongst myself. Yes. Was Henry Winkler being sarcastic then? He, I think he was. I think he was being sarcastic. I think he was kind of being. Funny for the news cameras. I think that. When did he say? Can can, we, can I just hear it again? Yep, you can hear it one more Thank time. You. Thank you. I had a dream when I was seven in my apartment in New York City, and here I am in Adelaide. I don't know if Henry Winkler in New York City at age seven 
was like, God, I hope I get to Adelaide. I think, he's I think so. he was I like, think I, I want to be so an actor, yeah. and look at how it's got. Look at where it's got me. So There's highs and lows. So, <laughs> so I kind of get the point before the cheap Adelaide joke, which I'm a massive fan yeah. of. I get the point you're making. He's either being sarcastic or he's either making a generalized he's point. Like, look of, at my life. I'm now in a place I never didn't even know existed, and that's it's on the other side of the world. That's how this is working. So. So We're, what he's certainly doing is not at any point suggesting his dream was to end up in Adelaide. No, no, no. I don't think he's saying that. Oh, no, I think I, you do. I think you do. And I think that's why you brought this to the table. Here's also my question. That was When, when did they record that, Michael? Like him getting off the plane in Adelaide? He was in the Adelaide airport terminal. Yeah. Okay, cool. I've just had a look at his tour, mm-hmm. okay? <laughs> I reckon Henry Winkler, like a lot of Americans, sees Australia as just Australia. Like, yeah, yeah. I went there. How crazy amazing. You know where he was before there? Where? Sydney, uh, where I reckon he saw a bunch of stuff. And he's like, this country's great. Yeah, and then cool. touched down yeah. and they interviewed him as he got off the plane from Sydney. And they went, do you love Australia? And he goes, I love Australia. I think and you're right. I reckon they should ask him when he gets to Perth next. Yep. How do you like Australia? And he goes, well, look, it's a lot of churches. Yeah, huh? There's so yeah. many churches. Yeah. There's weird malls, balls, strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they're obsessed with the balls. I'm going to give you something here, Michael. Something that's generous. Something oh, that's not usually you? given. Brace oh, no, yourself, I, I, look, I look forward to this. And that's an Adelaide compliment. Henry Winkler gave this interview in the Adelaide airport. Yeah. It probably is one of the better airports in Australia. It absolutely I do, is. I do love the Adelaide airport. It absolutely is. It's well laid out. I love it because it's the gateway that's out of Adelaide. Uh, but, but not just that, because he was obviously landing. He was yes. obviously coming into Adelaide. Yes. But what I will say is just on its own, it's uh-huh. a fantastic airport yeah. that he had not left yet. <laughs> Because Michael, you were so quick mm, to start mm, agreeing no. with the. No, no, the thing is, I've heard this before. The thing about Josh's jokes about Adelaide is, I have heard them all before, so I do know where they're all going. So, what I'm going to give to you, Josh, is a gift from me a to retort? you. A is, oh, no. is by going along with these. Oh, jokes. yeah, okay, I see. And that's I see. why I went along oh, with thank that you, mate. because thank it's you. your podcast, buddy. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Michael looks like I'm about to get punched in the face. <laughs> sure are. We've pushed it too far. You're about to break, Michael. <laughs> so 2024 looked a little different for you and I to our 2023. My routine's completely and totally changed, as has yours. Now mm. able to do things in the morning, whereas previously we were working in the morning, yep. quite uh, notably working in the morning. Um. I am now part of the school drop-off every single day for the boys. And you I'm, have said that. It's been nothing but um, chaos chaos for you, where you are getting jealous that someone else stole your idea of bringing a dog to a school in the morning. Can I say quickly, there is an update on that. Our dogs met, and it didn't go well. And I also learned during that that I don't think the dad would find any of this particularly funny. So, yeah. I'm backing away from this joke. Yeah. Um, also, I don't know if you really remember what you've said with yeah. this, but the last time we spoke about it, you talked about turning his own dog against him. Yeah. I don't think anyone would find that funny. No, I, I also... <laughs> if it was happening to them, I, I found it hilarious. don't want his dog. His dog... <laughs> yeah. His dog's a troublemaker. Again... I can see why this guy wouldn't find any of this hilarious. <laughs> anyway, the point is, I am taking the kids to school, uh, and it is now become default my job. But the thing that I am very interested in is back when it used to be Carrie's job, and she'd take the boys to school, quite often they would be driven to school. That doesn't seem to be an option for me yet. It's, You're walking. I'm always given the instruction to walk. The dogs are coming with us. Um, when do I get to just take them in the car like i'm kind of over walking to school every single day do you want an answer yeah when you have a job to go to (laughs) and you have to be somewhere in the morning 
that's probably when. When you have a responsibility of, of not coming and recording this with me. Kind of hard to be like, hang on, I need to hang be on, there. I gotta go. Okay, I just... If no one's telling anyone about the <laughs> mishaps of the world and what happened on Young Sheldon the other week, who will? I... Wasn't expecting an answer that was that real, but so I, concise. But I do appreciate the answer that's that real. <laughs> I just think the kids need to remember that this wasn't always the way. Sometimes they just got dropped off with no dogs going with them, no fanfare. School starts now, champions. So, do they not like walking, or do they like walking? They love walking, so and they just love you. taking the dogs. Yeah, it's of course. Just me being lazy. Going, could we? Could we maybe get this down to a three-minute exercise as opposed to a fifteen-minute exercise? Do kids even do show and tell anymore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do news. That's cool. Yeah, that's that's, yeah. that's mm-hmm. nicer than show and tell. But every day show and tell if you get to bring a dog to school because you like any cool any kid that you're like trying to maybe get into like the cool kid group. No, or that's maybe what I'm a, saying. A person you have a little bit of a crush on. You'd it's be not like, about this is my incredibly adorable dog. Not about me. It's about the dogs. Yeah. But could we get the dogs in the car? <laughs> could we just put them there and then they just sort of hang their heads out the window? Do we we get a similar scenario happening with the dogs coming in the car? You are completely outnumbered. No one else in the house wants no. this but you. Yeah. And the dogs certainly don't. The they dogs love Going for yeah, a walk. yeah, your carry, your partner definitely probably wants you exercising. The boys love going for a walk. The the girls love absolutely getting out of the house. I just don't see a world where you get this off the ground. If this is like you're in American Congress and you're like trying to get a bill yeah. passed, no one's on my side. Everyone's like, this is dumb. This is bad. Nay. Everyone's voting nay. <laughs> everyone's, no, so you've far, me, you've not heard yay yet. You've made me realize. So next time you and Michael come around for like a barbecue, can I pay you to be on my side? Like, geez, walking to school's not as safe as it used to be, is it? Oh, trees, maybe branches fall down, I don't know. You have unfortunately exposed your Achilles heel, where yeah. I know no one's on your side now, so yeah, I'll do it for 10 grand. <laughs> and also, when I get to the house, I'll go, you know, I said 10, add another 10. And then once I say it, I'll go, and if you want me to say that ever again, another five. I'll just keep getting... I'll, I'm going to essentially going to keep extorting you for money for this. It's it's walking to school, not walking into Mordor. Like, I'm not going to give you 40 grand to help me get out of it. How about you give me 40 grand or I say, hey, I could do it if you guys want. <laughs> I could walk you to school. I'm not lazy and don't hate spending time with you. I actually think you guys are all very enjoyable. I could help. I give you a week. Nah, give me 40 grand. <laughs> Got a series of frantic phone calls the other day from my sister, which um, she's getting married at the end of the year. So usually they're about the wedding, and I go, "Look, I'll just get back to her when I have the time." Um, How close to the end of the year? December. So she's getting end in December or beginning early December. of December. Okay, yep, good. Yep. So she's fine. Nothing's wrong with the wedding. That's not why she was calling. She was calling to tell me randomly, just nothing, no chat about this had ha- happened, <laughs> no, no anything about this had occurred. She's got a golden retriever. She's got, got a new dog. She was she was here like two weeks yeah, ago. Th- we weren't talking about her getting a new dog. She's already got a dog. She was talking about how ecstatic she was over her dog. Yep, yep. Her dog, Gracie, she's already got a dog. She's now got another dog. A boy golden retriever named Buster. A, like a b- baby? No. He's, he's a like a rescue. He's a rescue dog. He's like three years old. My my parents just got a dog. They called him Buster. I guess it's is the, that actually true? Yeah, the year of Buster. Oh wow, yeah. this is great. I mean, the name's coming back into fashion for Must dogs. Be. It's the cliche stereotypical dog names. It is, and, um, it, and it fits every dog. It does. <laughs> but the question I have now is: Do you like your parents have had dogs? They have dogs. They understand. Yeah. Kate's got a dog, uh, but only one dog. Mm. She's about to have two. Well, mm. she has two. 
That's a lot more dog. Yep. That's a 100% increase in dog. It's, <laughs> like, are, yeah. it's, it's If this was a business, fantastic report. 100% growth. Yeah. We've now got another dog. I, we- don't, I don't <laughs> understand th- that she's thought this through properly. Well, it's, it, it is, it's a weird catch-22 because, yes, two dogs, twice as much food, twice yep. as much walking. But at the same time, they also kind of take care of themselves a little bit as well. Yeah, like yep. they, they wear each other it's out. It's like having ru- two kids. No, yeah. and it's not like you have to individually learn. But what like, if the what if the dogs don't like each other? Then that's a huge and that's, problem. That's what I'm saying. That's a massive yeah. problem. And this is where I don't. I am nervous and delighted by my sister's spontaneous decision making sometimes because they got a very expensive car last year. Like I just I worry that there hasn't been all of the factors of this haven't gone through. Yeah, I think I'm too much the other way where to make a big decision like that. I would spend too long trying to work it out and maybe the opportunity would go by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I also think calling me randomly going, we've got another dog, that's a that's a scary way to live your life. Well, yeah, and the fact that it wasn't even, like, did she know? Well, how did it even come apart? Obviously, they knew. <laughs> obviously, they'd been talking about yeah. it. Yeah. But I didn't know. And that that's why that phone call's so bizarre to get. I think you need to keep, if you're going to be this kind of decision maker, yeah. you need to keep your family involved with what you're always thinking. No, of course. And, well, yeah. We're get- thinking of moving to America. Okay, cool. I'll right. keep that in the back of my mind. So if yeah. I ever get a call going, hey, we're moving to Boston, I can go, well, that was coming. Exactly like, right. Oh, You'd like a little bit of a heads up. We're thinking of getting a second dog. Okay, good. I understand that now. Guess what? We're putting a pool in the backyard. Like, all of these things I would like to have, we had discussions about it. Would you not be irritated by all the we mights? Though I think I would. Like we I might get a pool. Right. You're we might go to right. Europe. We might do whatever. Maybe it is better just to live in constant suspense. That every time my family member calls me, it could be literally anything. You should um, you should do it back to her and see how she likes it. Maybe a bit of her own medicine to just be like, hey, I don't know what. Maybe a tattoo for you because you, yeah, that would be a bit out there. If you're like, I got a back piece, a full back a piece, full back piece. It took twelve yep. hours yep. and it's half done. That and would be pretty super insane. infected. <laughs> It wasn't even by a tattooist. I just kind of <laughs> fell on a bunch of needles that had ink on them. <laughs> I think I think what mine is, is doing a, hi, I'm coming to stay. Yeah. And I'm around the corner. Yeah. And my flight just landed. <laughs> so if you're not here to pick me up in 20 minutes, what the hell? That one would be erratic for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The time is now for us to get a little bit more serious on the podcast as we head into TikTok game territory. Thanks to our friends at 8020, where enjoyable, healthy food is at the core of everything they do. Ned. Yep. We're here. It's our most sugary game. It is. For our most <laughs> mindful clients. It's the TikTok game. Yeah, we're really, really leaning into the 20% indulgence that 80, the 80-20 mantra is all about. Yeah. I, I think if Arnett's had to um, put it into a percentage of mm-hmm. 100%, it would be 100% TikTok biscuit, 0% anything else. <laughs> It's just sugar. The way this works is we get somebody on the phone and you can obviously just send us a message anytime to any of our social streams with just the word games and when you're available and your phone number and you can be eligible to play any of our games. Then we get that person to guess the time on an Arnott's TikTok biscuit. Today, the contestant is Alyssa, who joins us on the line now. How are you, Alyssa? Not too bad, thank you. Oh, fantastic. Lovely to have you here on the podcast. We are now going to get into a bit of the TikTok game, obviously. Uh, do you understand how the game works, Alyssa? I do. Tremendous. Great. Fantastic. Brilliant. I will open the TikTok jar we have here in the studio here. I, it's very loud, but I think it kind of needs to be loud. Otherwise, mm. you're not going to be able to pick it up you don't believe. You don't believe that there's actually a jar in here. It's um, all about the smoke and mirrors. Alyssa, there is a bunch of pink. There's four pink TikTok biscuits and one white one. Which one would you like? 
Let's go the white. The okay. white. All right. It's the only white one in there. Alisa, all you have to do, and for anyone playing at home, is guess the time that is on the TikTok biscuit. Uh, if you can do that, the fates have obviously aligned in a way that clearly means you need to go out and buy a lottery ticket, mm-hmm. uh, need to take that risk that you didn't think you should. Do really whatever you think requires luck in your life because clearly it's on your side today. It's time. We've reached the moment where you tell us the time you think is on the TikTok biscuit and we tell you if you're correct or incorrect. Correct is going to get you lunch at 80.20 wherever you want around the ACT. Okay, so here we go. Oh, my goodness. The time, Alyssa, on the TikTok biscuit is... Quarter past three. Mm, okay. We've locked in an answer. <laughs> locked in an answer. Alyssa? It is 3.30. Oh. We've never that had is, it that be that very close, close before very in the entire TikTok game. Obviously, it's never gone off. You were 15 minutes off. That is That's very, infuriating. It is very upsetting. <laughs> you are so close. You know what? I tell you what, the, what you need to rework the rest of your day to plan to do. Go down to buy a lottery ticket and then, like... Guess like and then don't. No, no. Guess like three numbers off the numbers you were gonna guess, <laughs> or like t- between three and one numbers off the numbers you were gonna guess. Just change them around. Just I reckon you're about. Yeah, yeah. you'll win five million dollars easy. I reckon. Oh my god! I tell you what, you are gonna win that lunch anyway. Yes. I'm so impressed by that. You need to be able to deserve uh, some lunch taken care of. Thanks to the team at eighty twenty. You can find them in Barton, Braddon, Civic, Greenway, Coombs, and Kingston. That's all the locations where you could potentially be using this voucher for a family lunch. Well done. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you so much. What's the biggest thing you think you could steal if, like, laws weren't around? Like, just actually you. Mm-hmm. But I guess laws still are around. So, like, what's the biggest thing that you could you think you could steal without being caught? Hmm. Like, get away with it. Um, I'm trying to think of things that are big. Like, thing, and something that's, like, somewhere. Like, not a car or... Maybe a house. Do you think you could steal it? Mm. Like move a house? One of those ones that goes on a truck, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I don't think I could do that because I don't know how to do that on my own. Yeah. Because I think it has to be on your own. I think I could steal an ATM out of like a petrol station. Like one of those little ones that's like the size of a person. How would you go about that? I pretend it fell on me. And then while people were rushing rushing to get help, I would then just pick it up and run out. (laughs) And the ambulance come here and they're like... What do you mean? There's not even an ATM. There's, There's no, no ATM. ATM here. There's no person and or there ATM. there never was. I unfortunately think that you would try that and then you would get squashed by the ATM. I think you're right. I'd be like, yeah. Jesus, I'm not kidding. Call the ambulance. I'm dying. <laughs> yeah, okay. So maybe not. I think I could steal a traffic light. If I had enough time, like in the, in the, in the secret of night, okay. under the cover of yep. night, if I just loosen some bolts and then I psych myself up that on, this, on Sunday I'm going to steal it, but everything was loose and I just got like Why a pick- Sunday? Well, I just give Sunday myself- good traffic light stealing day for you. I feel something. like everyone's home pretty early and yeah. they're like getting ready for the school week, so I'd have the most time overnight to yeah. cat burgle. He's going to use the Sabbath, guys, yeah. as the day to steal traffic lights. I'd pull up in my uh, pickup truck, put it on there, drive yep. off, and people are like, there was a traffic light here. Look, <laughs> those two things insane would be impressive. I think you'd also get electrocuted. Well, no, that's why I'd have to unscrew everything. Yeah, yeah no, I think you'd get electrocuted. Yeah, it's true. Um, you'd think that, but the things that you and I have just mentioned. Yeah. Even though they are examples, are nothing compared to this real story that's happened in Atlanta. What's happened? Um, 
WJLXAM1240 in Jasper, Atlanta. It's a radio station. Um, oh, my God. I already know this story. Radio stations oh. need a... Mm-hmm. This this happened on the 5th of February, so maybe it's yep. happened somewhere else before, <laughs> but... Um, Radio stations need transmission towers to broadcast yes, yes, out to do. places. Um, anywhere that you see a radio station near around will be a huge tower that sticks up in the middle yeah. of the air. The one in Canberra is real easy to spot because yep. it's on the top of the mountain. It's and Telstra it's called, Tower. Yeah, it's called yep. Black Mountain Tower. Yep. Exactly right. Um, there is this uh, a guy, the guy who I guess runs at the station owner and GM, Brett Elmore, drove out with his uh, bush hog crew, which... <laughs> Odd. Great. To just go and do some like um, service checks on this big tower, make sure everything was functional. Um, it's a bit away from the radio station. Sure. Drive sure. out there in the morning. Um, he was like, the building was vandalized. Like the building that we go out there. And he's like, it's pretty disrespectful. It's been like yeah, spray okay. painted, whatever, right. vandalized. Also, the 200 foot tower was gone. <laughs> yeah. I they did. cut I, the I wires did, yep. to the mm-hmm. tower and somehow managed to pull down a 200 foot tower. Take it from the property. Police don't know where it is. So, this story, I saw this a couple of days ago, and I was going to let you finish before I get it. Mm. It is insane. Mm. Like, they've taken an AM transmission tower. 200 foot tall. My question for these robbers is, A, how do you dismantle something like this, as you said, without being electrocuted? Yeah. B, how do you transport it off the premises and see, then where do you hide something that's 200 foot tall? I would add a D if possible. What are you using it for? <laughs> you must sell it for parts. <laughs> or maybe, yeah, maybe they're like making an Iron Man suit yeah, or something. Yeah. Like, why do you need 200 foot worth of broadcasting equipment? I don't know what you're potentially doing apart from opening up another radio station, but then people are going to be across that. <laughs> like, you're going to want to sell some ads. You're yeah. going to want Like, people are going to know that's what you're doing. It's not as easy as just, hey, there's a brand new radio station here and everyone should get around it. Because, yeah, if there's one gone and there's one open, it's a pretty open and closed place. It's, it's a one for one. You obviously have done the only thing that you can do with this tower. It's not as easy as, say, starting a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you can really do that <laughs> off nothing. Yeah. <laughs> On yesterday's podcast, you know how we were talking about like inventions that... Uh, good on the first person to try them out. Mm-hmm. And we were like... The bravery required to be the first person. And I think the example we used, you hit the gold standard, was a folding chair. Looks like so it, riggedy. The first group of people to sit through a speech where yeah. most of the crowd was on a folding chair. Terrifying. Brave people. Brave people. I'd like to do the exact opposite today and go, mm-hmm. give it some time, guys, before uh, we're doing this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you probably may guess where this is headed, but the Apple Vision Pros oh, yeah. yep. hit, hit the shelves only like two weeks ago. People are already driving around in their self-driving Teslas with their Vision yeah, Pros that's on. that's scary to me. Very, very, very dumb. We've talked about the Apple Vision Pros before on this show, and I I now understand them better. So clarifying something. Remember how we said that they you can see through the glass? Yeah. You actually can't. It's a screen that that on the outside... There's a camera. Yeah. So, so you look through and it projects the world into your eyes. Yeah. But why it looks like glass is because the, the, the black thing on the outside is a screen as well. And it shows the viewer 
your eyes. So dumb. So it actually it actually projects your eyes onto that screen. So you don't makes, need the last part. It makes it look like so people can see you're talking to them. They yeah. can go, oh, they can that see person's your eyes. making eye contact with their, their dead computer-generated yeah. eyes. Their <laughs> eyes are darting around as they're looking at a million ads as they're yeah, trying to yeah. have a conversation with it's me. It's so strange to think, though, that you could, you could sit in a self-driving car while watching a projection of the world yeah. into your eyes. Just seems like, hey, we've only had this for a week. So like many weeks. things could go wrong. Don't do that. Um, uh, it's bizarre how the kind of like um, the US election system works because he yep. was running for president and now he's the US transport secretary. But Pete Buttigieg, yep. um, who we actually saw once at an airport, we actually saw Pete Buttigieg. We were on a flight with. We were on a. We we're on a flight. When there was a bunch of airport delays yeah. with the transport secretary. Pretty safe. Should have walked up to him and gone, Pete, what's going on yeah. with the planes, Get champ? this on time. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember. I did, I think I said something to it. Like, did I, didn't I say like, hey, Pete? Or did you say like, hey, Pete? I think Pete, we or did something? when he got on the plane. We were like, hey, Secret Pete. service were like, no, no, yeah, don't, don't speak. Don't, don't, don't do that. Speak. Yeah, because he had Gwen so Stefani, many, don't yeah. speak. Don't speak. <laughs> don't speak. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Um, he's come out and said, reminder, all advanced driver assistance systems today, available today require the human driver to be in control and fully engaged in the driving task at all times. Yeah. God, that must suck for him to be like, I was nearly the president. Well, I was running for president mm-hmm. and now I'm having to tell people, hey, um, attaching snow goggles over your eyes and relying on the camera to work while you're driving a car. That's 80, also driving itself on cameras. Yeah, at 80 kilometers mm. surrounded by people. Not actually a great idea, yes. guys. You won't believe it. Not the smartest thing you could do. When we say the future is now, there is a limit to what we mean by the future <laughs> is now. We're only so far into the future, gang. The future is a couple of months from now. The future is probably in a decade or two. <laughs> Calm down. Well, that's another podcast in the bag, done and dusted. Thank you very much for joining us, and thank you very much for 8020 for putting up that family lunch. It's time for general business. Uh, do you have any general business? I have no general business today. I'm trying to think. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I also don't really have any general business, but maybe that is good business. I no think it's business, good business is good business. We covered off on everything. That's yeah. a, that's an effective meeting. Yeah. I, uh, look, yeah. I, I don't want to. I don't want to. Um, Bring down the uh, the esteem that general business has yes. by filling it with uh, crap, mediocre business, mm-hmm. or like meaningless business. Yeah. This is about general business. It's about what's the top of mind. And I have nothing. Yep, and I'm drink I'm, more water. I'm concurring. If you're out there, oh, if you're listening, you, you, no, I'm water? telling everyone. Yep. All right, yeah, I've been drinking more water and I feel healthier already. Great, fantastic. And I just need to pee a lot more because we've both been drinking a bit more water. I, I I'll say that <laughs> well, that's you don't have to you general. Just hold it. <laughs> just do longer pees. I think that. In terms of things that you have to do, eventually you have to pay. No, no, no. But <laughs> do you think you could do that? Try and maybe that's my general business for mm. you. Over the course of a week, I'd like you to try and um, strengthen your bladder. Isn't it bad for you to hold in pee? Well, yeah, people have like pee-gasms and then doctors were coming and being like, definitely don't do that. Okay, so let me be clear. This is why we don't phone it in for general business. Yeah. You were right with your first instinct. Yeah. There is no general business. Drink more water, yep. avoid pee-gasms, <laughs> you'll be fine. <laughs> Bye. See ya. Well, that was the Ned and Josh podcast. Make sure to find the boys on socials. Just search at Ned and Josh.